What's going on, everybody? This is Sean of Ross Like Music. And this is the Super Sunny Show. I'm La Molly. This is Blue and Green Radio. Party people, this is Mr. V of Confessions of a Curly Mind, broadcasting through Blue and Green Radio. You're listening to Steve Williams at UK5.org. Welcome to the Blue and Green Sessions. Right, the vibe with DJ Ronnie Ron. Cosmic, Cosmic Radio. Twisted Soul. Futuristica Radio. You're listening to the Blue and Green podcast, and I hope you enjoy what we are going to say. Blueandgreenradio.com. Welcome, friends. You're tuned in to another episode of the Blue in Green podcast. My name's Imran. Thank you very much for your time and your company for our show today. Um, quick reminder before we jump straight in, a uh, quick reminder that the Blue in Green podcast runs in conjunction with Blue in Green Radio, the online internet radio station that broadcasts from London and uh, celebrates uh, funk, soul, jazz um, in a contemporary lens, through a contemporary lens and we're very, very fortunate to be able to host shows from across the whole wide world which is a huge honour and distinction for us so uh, we'd love for you to check us out at at www.blueandgreenradio.com The Blue and Green podcast today features... um, Probably our longest standing contributor in Rhonda. She comes to us as always from San Jose, California. Um, it's an awesome pleasure to have her on. I'll get actually, I'll jump into the show today. Just in, just give me a couple more seconds and then we'll promptly introduce it. I've not planned this intro at all, uh, even though I have lots to say. But <laughs> so, um, yeah, thank you very much for tuning in. This is episode 101. Uh, so that gives me a lot of great pride to be able to introduce that. So uh, we've had a really, really good year um, of, of Blue and Green podcast episodes. We've had some wonderful guests from obviously Blue and Green radio presenters and some just phenomenal artists that we're just over the moon to to champion and uh, to kind of just pick their brains and talk music so uh, um, I won't name them but if you just rummage through the wherever you're hearing this just if you go to blueandgreenradio.com you'll find the podcast tab at the top of the page and you can just have a quick run through of who we've uh, been able to feature because it's just it's a brilliant list of, of, of really amazing artists we're always very very um uh, grateful for their time um, and just yeah as I said to kind of to hang out uh, Rhonda and I um, as I said Rhonda would was a very 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 frequent uh, contributor to the podcast uh, but we kind of broke off and started a whole other podcast called the 90s state of mind and that's broadcasted through um, forever in electric uh, so the concept of that podcast is uh, Rhonda and I basically pick a different 90s album we take turns in picking and uh, we spend an hour or so discussing it and celebrating it and um, kind of calling back our affections for it and how we stumbled onto it in the first place and how it's aged and what went into making the album etc etc so because uh, Rhonda and I are both epic uh, 90s fiends so uh, it's a really great um, 
kind of outlet for that. Uh, so the conversation that you're going to hear now is basically us hanging out before recording what I believe, if I remember correctly, hope I've got my numbers right, uh, is episode 11 of said 90s podcast. And we uh, sat down to discuss uh, Brandy and her self-titled debut album. So if you want to hear that conversation, then I'll provide a link uh, in this um, description. Uh, or you could just visit foreverinelectricdreams.com and head over to the uh, 90 state of mind portion of that page and you can hear uh, Ronda and I talk about the Brandy album we go into uh, Michael Jackson's Dangerous um, Groove Theory uh, their self-titled uh, one and only album uh, Miseducation of Lauren Hill uh, a whole host of albums of which all completely escape me <laughs> at the moment but we've done some brilliant uh, uh, album reviews and they're, they're so much fun so um, t- uh, so yes we're about to jump into a conversation where uh, this is just us hanging out for about half an hour before we recorded so um, we talk we talk COVID because that's just crazy and it continues to be crazy that we're having a conversation at the end of 2021 that was supposed to be a fleeting few months thing near the beginning of 2020 and um, it doesn't look like it's diminishing and it's heartbreaking that that's the case but uh, that is everyone's life at the moment it's like the most popular thing to talk about so as I'm based in London in the UK and as Rhonda is based in San Jose California it's always interesting to kind of see where we're each at so there is a bit of that but more pertinent is the conversation that we have about Rhonda's visit uh, this year in September um, to Monterey Jazz Festival which um, I you know did happen and she went and we got to hear all about uh, the amazing lineup of artists that she uh, she saw and uh, I guess it's it's kind of a cool step back to normalcy uh, and um, yeah, it sounds like she had a great time. So um, make sure you continue on and uh, listen to uh, how it was. Um, we feature two songs uh, on the Blue and Green podcast, as always. Um, but as this was sort of an, an unplanned uh, kind of addition for this episode, I don't have to, I didn't have Ronda select a song as we normally would. So I figure I will I would on her behalf uh, select it. And as this recording happened in December of 2021, um, and this will be released in December 2021. I figure I'll go with something Christmassy for both songs. So the first song we're going to play for you right now is a wonderful track by uh, Marja Misty Trio, a Serbian jazz trio who I was very fortunate to connect with in April of 2020 following the release of their beautiful, beautiful, beautiful album Organic. Such a wonderful release and uh, you can check out blueandgreenradio.com for our review of it. Uh, it's gorgeous album and uh, they have returned in near the end of 2021 with this gorgeous uh, The Days of Cakes and Christmas Trees single. Um, as you can tell, it's Christmas themed and I thought this would make a perfect opener uh, to the show today so we're about to press play on that and then the second song that we play uh, which will be at the conclusion of the episode will feature Jesse Fisher and his um, collaboration with bassist and vocalist Solomon Dorsey and their version of Winter Wonderland which which Jesse put out some years ago as a freebie and it's just sort of vanished I don't think he's ever kind of re-released it and I don't think it was ever able to purchase so those are the two songs. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. Thank you as always to Rhonda. Um, once again, please feel free to visit us at blueingreenradio.com. Uh, Till next time, my friends. 
I almost thought I was going to do this traveling, but it, you know, I was able to to be back in California for this, for today's chat. Oh, but where 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 were you? I was <laughs> partly in, well, mostly in Dallas, so wow. uh, visiting some family and friends there. So yeah, amazing. That sounds. What's mm-hmm. Dallas like? Um, you know. It's nice, but it, it's it's flat. It's different. It's spread out. It's vast. It's a big city uh, compared to kind of like um, San Jose. Actually, Dallas is bigger than San Jose, but um, but we're in the valley, so we have the mountains around us. But uh, no, it's um, it was fun though. It was interesting to take it because that was my first time visiting. The, oh wow, cool the area. So yeah, it was good. And how did you yeah. get there? Oh, I flew. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How was that experience? <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, um, for me, it's okay. Um, you know, I've I've flown a couple times, so wearing hmm. uh, a mask when you travel, and I didn't have you know fellow flyers were were. Uh, not acting up they were following the rules so you know we had a safe flight um my my all my times because i've flown to san diego a couple times as well so um you know the first time you get you know it's kind of a little eerie but you know after you get a couple you're Mm. like okay this is good i can do it again and do you have to provide proof of your vaccinations and stuff um no not to fly internally uh, internally yeah to go oh actually that's a good point because i did take a trip to hawaii and to go to hawaii you do have to prove your vaccine you know your vaccination or that you've been tested so yeah yeah i I would imagine if i had to leave uh, the u.s i also have to prove that as well and to come back so you know Mm -hmm. Yeah, I understand the need for precautions, but uh, it you know running around trying to take you know, I wish there was like a global way. I mean, I hate to do this because I really don't like the idea of of um, providing your personal medical information. But mm. if there is a way that it would be a lot easier to share your testing, <laughs> like I I'm already right. tested wet because a lot of people want to see your your vaccine card and I'm like, and what happens if you accidentally lose it? Then what? So, you mm. know, it's just, I don't know. This is a mess, but that's okay. You know, mm. uh, being healthy and alive is, is, uh, um, keeps you humble. <laughs> so, you know, um, and you know, first world problems. Oh, I have to wear a mask for a flight, <laughs> you know, so, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so but how how are things over there um yeah just you know, um, general stuff are they you know where restrictions are they issuing any kind of warnings over christmas or anything like that uh not so much for christmas but um you know like california is really on that in terms of work you have to have the vaccines you know you have to take the take the uh the test uh, certain states don't have to. The Senate is has voted to stop 
Biden, you know, making a mandate that you have to have it, right? Because, you know, I knew I was going to have to take it because I had to travel. But if I didn't have to travel, I really wouldn't have had to take the test because I wasn't going anywhere and I wasn't really around um, a lot of people. So my circle of um, uh, opportunity to be affected was small. So having me take the test up until that point didn't make sense. So I would have really been having a different frame of mind. Um, but uh, there are some of us that, you know, if you aren't sick and haven't been sick, you know, do you want to take it, right? And then mm -hmm. on the flip side, it's like, if everybody takes it, you know, you don't have to worry about it. But it's the it's the mandatory, because, you know, people can lose their jobs over this. And yeah. that... Yeah. That part, I'm like, mm, I don't know, right? Because <clears throat> it's like you're trying to get people back to work. And so I know, I understand, you know, wanting to assuage everybody's fears. But if you're healthy, do you want to take a shot that may not make you healthy? And I don't, I mean, I'm trusting my government. Mm. So, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean and i i'm not a big proponent of having the booster because i haven't been sick you know so if right. you haven't because part of this is if you build up a natural immunity i don't want it to be like you know when you took the measles shot you didn't have to do it every year oh you want to take a shot for this as a vaccine it's not an annual thing but they're trying to make this like oh well it's only good for this long you'll have to take it again no no now you're trying to make this sound like a flu shot and I don't take flu shots. So, you know, and so that's where even for me, it's, 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 it's a discussion. I'm trying to um, walk a fine line, uh, understanding actually both sides of the scenario. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, but you know, if I plan to travel again next year, I, I know I'm, May, I may have to take another shot, but I'll wait until that time. Because until yeah. then, I've I've been fortunate that I haven't <clears throat> been ill or sick as a result of you know post vaccine, even pre vaccine. But you know, um, so I don't know. It's a lot to consider. Yeah, you know, it's and it's a big choice. You know, and I and I know. Um, on your side too, when you're going through that, you're like, Hey, everybody get it. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I mean, if that's how you would take it, but. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, um, I guess things here are getting a bit, well, tensions are rising obviously with the, um, the sort of the Omnicrom. Yeah. Um, it's Omnicrom, isn't it? Yeah. So they, um, that's sort of made its way here now. So. Okay. Um, it just seems like every time we're kind of like, yeah, we're kind of in the clear. Um, then something just comes and pulls the rug out, you know, and uh, sort of changes yeah. things. So now they're, they're introducing more, um, <clears throat> tightening more sort of restrictions and things like that. So there's the concern over Christmas now, whether or not they'll say, uh, you know, no mixing 
uh, at all, you know, the homes and stuff like oh, that. So well, I don't think it will happen, but um, okay. Uh, but yeah, they're they're already. I think uh, the government is sort of what was it? Sort of early summer. I think I might have my in my dates right uh, wrong, but I think that around about that time they kind of said we're in the clear, so you, can, you don't need to wear your masks as a mandatory thing anymore. Um, and but now that the government is sort of saying, yeah, we should probably get back on the masks now, and if you can work from home, then please do that. Don't go in uh, unless you have to. So we're back to that now, which is. You know, it's certainly a step closer to a t- more, you know, tighter restrictions, isn't it? So, um. yeah. Um, and actually, I was trying to check uh, to see because I know that Gavin uh, Newsom, he's pretty much on the uh, pro uh, vaccine. And I mean, I understand when you have a, a state as big as California, you have to think about how you manage the health and welfare of all of your citizens, right? But you just made me think of, you know, last year, his rules about people gathering at the holidays. Yeah. Um, He didn't do any new rules. So that's what I was checking. Did you do any new rules about? Okay. So, no, there's, you know, I think they're just asking pretty much, you know, um, if you can keep your gatherings small, that kind of thing. But, um, yeah. Okay. And, and wear the mask if you yeah. can't social distance. I, you know, I, I'm hoping that people do these things, but yeah. Um, <laughs> when you're at home over the holidays, it's kind of people cheat. So I don't know. Okay. So, um, you know, take your vitamins, get your rest. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, these are, you know, if you, the things that you would normally do mm. to try and keep your immunity up, especially during the winter when it's cold yeah. and you're more likely to um, uh, not have as much sunlight and, and that. So I'm hoping with the new variant, um, we don't get a large spread of um people getting sick so mm. we'll, we'll fingers crossed yeah 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 i don't know it yeah. just doesn't um it, i don't know i i i always surprised that we're nearly two years into this now and <laughs> yeah. i'm surprised it's still such a, a prevalent conversation you know, it's still people still trying to figure it out. They're still trying to come to terms with, you know, uh, what it means to just even have a vaccine or, how, you know, how to conduct yourself or how to prepare for things coming in from overseas. And it's, yeah, I, I honestly couldn't have imagined it would have been on, you know, for this long, which is amazing. It? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I would have lost that bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three times over. Um Yeah. So, and you're absolutely right, Um, because, you know, there are some jobs that um, you could really do from home that we've been, we've, you know, found out firsthand, right? So how do you bring them back? Do you bring them back? And if you don't, 
what happens, let's say, for commercial real estate, right? All these people that, all these companies that don't need this office space or as much as they did, or mm. do they pay the rate that they were paying before COVID? Um, and yeah. what happens when you try and bring someone back if someone gets COVID? I mean, these are the things that, you know, um, two years out, you know, we're still, like you said, trying to figure out how to get some sense of normal back. Um, and what does that mean? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. You couldn't have told me coming back from Prince, that was what was going to come. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Oh yeah, I just came back from seeing Prince, you know, <clears throat> you know getting yeah. excited to tell you about it. And then the whole world shuts down so yeah, yeah amazing i wonder what would have happened with that concert series would they have had oh. more uh in the in that time in that in those two years I, or i i would i would have hoped so right because you know as we discussed this you know, when we were talking about the new release they the people who are behind um the handling of his estate and his release of music and how they uh, create, you know, avenues and genres for, you know, Prince now, right? They've been spot on with a lot of things that they were doing. So I think they definitely would have capitalized on it. But trying to figure out how you're going to have a concert at that time, yeah. you know, it just really... <clears throat> Um, took a, took the the wind out of sails, right? Mm. And I've been to a couple of concerts post, as you know. So, um, it's it's smaller, so it's a little more intimate. Um, but it's it's nowhere pre-COVID mm. interaction. So. Yeah, but I have yeah. to think someone else would have already performed there. And yeah. 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 It would have been really interesting to know um kind of what uh what names. This is obviously the, the Paisley Park series where they well, I say series, that was a I think that's I a think huge the guess on sort of our your assumption on our part, but Michelle right. Degacello kicks it off in spectacularly fine fashion and um I suppose, yeah, it seemed the obvious thing that it would have become a, a an ongoing series with varying um, artists kind of uh, performing Prince uh, classics, which would have just been a bliss, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, getting yeah. me to go back to Minnesota. So, you know, you couldn't have told me. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, it's okay. It's just when it's snowing, you know, that's, the, yeah. wow. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, but speaking uh, of concerts uh, yes, that sir. you have been to, I mean, this is the mm -hmm. uh, uh, something I've been super keen to talk to you about uh, for oh, a while. Yes. This is really, this is embarrassing how long it's been since we've actually recorded. I, I, varying things, I guess, have kind of you know. got in the way and stuff. So this is, firstly, yeah, it's, it's been a really long time because you went to uh, um, Monterey, uh, jazz festival so it, it, is, are these the right dates 24th to 26th of september yes yeah, um, I know. yeah. and we haven't spoken yeah. since then like to record mm -hmm. anything which yeah. is crazy yeah. you um, keep a busy schedule i'm on so, yeah. 
I just I'm I'm king of the procrastinators, I think. I'm like, I've got to do it, I've got to do it, I've got to do it, and it's a month, and you're like, What happened? Do it again. Uh but um yeah, I'm 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 super keen. Like how how different was it? And bearing in mind sort of restrictions and just like numbers. Was there was it there was there significantly less uh, amount of people what there what there was, was there? Oh yes, yes, yes. Um I actually had a good time. I was doing some research just to like get numbers, right? So um, they really reduced the capacity. So under normal circumstances, you have the main stage, Jimmy Lyons, where they have all of the headliners perform. And then out in the fairgrounds, there's different stages that you can go to that, you know, have different artists performing. So then you would like plot out who you want to see during each, uh, each day. Right. Um, with the bulk of it really being on Saturday and Sunday. Right. So they only had two stages, you know, the main stage and like one other stage where, you know, they had different acts. So that was severely cut. Um, they reduced for the, but even for the main stage, we're talking about half the normal capacity. So 2,500 seats, right? Um, and so the crowd was really basically 7,500 people down from 35,000. Wow. So that's how, how we're talking a huge, significant wow. drop. Right. So was that um, so that seventy five hundred was that the maximum that they would allow in, or was the maximum higher? But that's the only amount of people that say showed up. You think? Um, I think no. Well, since they reduced the ticket sales, I, they knew they were going to have about right. seventy five hundred people a day, <clears throat> right? So they really wanted to ensure, you know, that they could do social distancing, and they did have people serving food and stuff on um at the location but everything was less right great acts great performers but just less so um i have to credit to them because i i honestly i (laughs) i had a really good time i it's like wow so because of this reduced like crowds and even the number of performers they they reduced the actual schedule each day, right? Uh, on um, Saturday and Sunday, you would have like this full day. You could like go in the morning, take a break in the afternoon, and then you come back for the evening. Whereas what they did this time on Saturday and Sunday, they started at one and ended at six forty-five. Boom, oh, wow. that was it. So every everything was pretty much compact. You were either watching what was going on the main stage or the 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 second stage. But I was really watching the artists on the main stage. So when it wrapped up, especially on Sunday, because it's usually late, and then I'm driving back to San Jose. It was like a late early drive back. It was great, no fog, nothing. So it was it was I was like, wow. <laughs> You know, Mm -hmm. so part of me was like, you could do this next year, uh, at least on Sunday. But um, but then when I went back to see like I 
to know that it went from like 35,000 down to 7,500, that's a huge drop off. But to still be able to get, you know, great artists to come out and perform, you know, on, on uh, Friday, you had Herbie Hancock and Pat Matheny. Great, you know, light up to kick it off. And then on Saturday, you end with Lettucey. You got Candace Springs, who, you know, that was the first time I saw her perform. Fantastic. Wow, really? Uh, her, yeah. Her trio was her and two other ladies. And they just, I was like blown away. She was just yeah. incredible. And then um, you end on Sunday with George Benson. And he just, he was a hoot. He just killed it. It was great. Everybody, wow. the crowd was responding. He was having fun. And so <clears throat> it just... You know, I'm glad they were able to, you know, figure out a way to bring the festival back. Um, And it was, you know, pretty much a family thing for me because my my brother joined me this time. So my brother and my sister, um, they both came with me um, and my sister's boyfriend also. So it was it was just a nice time for us to be there and take Mm. in some good jazz amazing yeah yeah so yeah that sounds that. awesome who who else was on the uh the bill you've already said some amazing names um, was yeah there anyone else? The, ter- terry lynn carrington i really enjoy christian right. sands so i was like i i don't know it was just a really good i was trying to get the whole lineup but i couldn't get it uh quick enough for our conversation but um, it was just really put together well. So I have to tip my hat to them because, you know, like I was, you know, saying it's, you're, you're going to try and get this together, try and get artists that people want to come see, make sure they're safe. <laughs> right. Then, you know, how many people can we have and still have a good festival? Right. right? So I was reading like uh, one of the write-ups. And so for some people, it took them back to like early days of this festival. Oh, when wow. you had, right, right. Where you only had a couple of people and it was really 7,500 because it hadn't mushroomed to the 35,000 yet. Right. right. So it's kind of that, like I was saying, um, more intimate, but still fun and uh, enjoyable Um concert series so yeah i look forward to what they're going to do next year so do, do you know how, how old that's probably not a fair question but do you know how old the festival is this was the 64th wow yeah so um you know i knew they took that hit through covid but i think it was one of the longest consistently running jazz festivals you know, period. Mm. So, um, and, and Monterey is a nice place to, you know, go and enjoy, you go hang out by the ocean, you know, and that stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's just a lovely, um, event to, to go to. Um, but you know, I was like, okay, we got through that one. It's another one down, <laughs> another concert. <laughs> so, um, 
you know, and I don't have to, I don't even have to ask my sister twice. So she's gun ho to go. And so it was, it was a fun experience mm. as she came up from San Diego to go. Um, but, you know, we've gone to a couple of uh, shows. We saw Eric Robeson uh, recently up here. Oh, wow. Um, so, and he, that's a great, great, great performance. Um, I've heard that about him actually. I've never actually had a chance to see him, but actually, I saw him. Um, he did a couple of songs. Uh, I saw DJ Jazzy Jeff uh, at the uh, oh. London's Jazz Cafe, and he had like uh-huh. a whole team of. He had a band. He had a couple of rappers, uh, Chef Word. He had um, and oh. Eric Robeson, and um, yeah, he came on. He was doing backing vocals for a few songs, and he did uh, like oh, a very okay. rocky kind of version of uh, rock with you and really um, yeah they've they've with the whole band they, they made it a rock version kind of of the song as well so i have seen him sort of fleetingly not for an entire say performance but uh but yeah that was that was quite a, a cool thing to have seen him in so yeah but anyone i've ever known that's seen him perform they've you know it's always a really kind of glowing uh, review of 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 him as a live performer, which is which must be awesome for him, I think. Yeah, and he'll uh, he's very interactive with the crowd, and he'll he'll engage them and make up a song on the fly, just taking, you know, just give them different words and topics, and he'll do a song on the yeah, fly. Right. So it's um it's impressive. So it's it was it makes it fun because you you know you caught up with the energy of it. So, um, you know, people, you know, and I saw, I didn't get to go cause you know, I don't live in New York, but you know, um, Robert Glasper was holding. Oh yes. You uh, said last time. Yeah. Yeah. At uh, the blue note. So he had his residency there. So he had a lot of artists coming out. So the, you, you can start to see where artists are starting to get back out and, and, um, mm. interact and, and some like i said some sense of uh normalcy again right mm. yeah so we'll see how this you know with the new variant if it affects um what goes on going forward hopefully they don't mm. have to shut things down again yeah so I know with yeah. um with Monterey there used to be a, a team of people that you got you sort of connect with uh, every year. Yeah. Were any of them present? I didn't get to see them, so oh. I don't know if they were there this time. <clears throat> so, um, I I'm hoping like next uh, next year I'll be able to catch them and then I can find out. Yeah, because yeah, there's a couple that was coming from. Uh, Australia, yeah. so they would come out every year, and that's I, a I disaster zone there. at the moment, isn't it? So, yeah, so I'm not sure if they were able to uh, to come out or not. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just you know, little by little, sir, trying yeah. to get her back. It's we'll awesome that you're happens. still able to kind of like, well, not able, well, yeah, able that and still keen to kind of go and see live kind of gigs. I know it's, it's sort of 
a real big thing for you to be able to do that. So obviously that yeah. was a huge hit for a while, but it's awesome to see that you're sort of able to start going again and seeing things more consistently. <clears throat> yeah, well, you knew, you know, I'm a junkie. So <laughs> uh, looking forward to um, getting out and, and um, enjoying good music in the area. Yeah, when I can. So, yeah. Yeah, mm. there we go, sir. Amazing. Back, back, back. So, yeah. But, no, thanks for, yeah, I'm just, I didn't dawn on me. We didn't talk about that. So, you know, so it's September. Life is happening, sir. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I'm always, it's always fun hearing about your, your, your adventures, uh, particularly with like music <laughs> and travel and stuff like that, all the cool things you kind of get up to. So, uh, so yeah, no, I was always keen to kind of have a catch up about it and see uh, how, um, yeah, how those, those trips went. So it's cool that you, yeah, that you, you went and they, you know, they were handled responsibly and you yes. had an amazing lineup. Uh, at, at Monterey so uh, yeah that's very very cool yeah and the weather was great so mm. you know can't, no one you know no one's gonna suffer for me oh <laughs> 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 you had good weather whatever so you know uh, <laughs> so yeah that was good I enjoyed it Amazing. yeah Walking in 